You're having a threesome with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. And now, it's complicated. Hello, Master Daters. Welcome back for another episode of It's Complicated. Your fave podcast for all things dating and relationships. A one-stop pod shop for the latest trends, reality TV, and celebrity couple gossip. Plus, everything we've got going on in our own love lives. We're your village, and we think you can't date or relate without us. And you should be pumped to be here because we are bringing you the expertise and guests who are filled with all the answers that'll take some guessing out of the game. Make sure you subscribe and share our pod with your friends so we can help grow the village even bigger. You can find us at It's Complicated Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to tell a friend. We are here today talking about our favorite reality TV shows that center around love and relationships because, guys, behind the cameras, the set updates, and all the drama, there are actually lessons on love, and you know we love a good lesson on love. We love that. So what are we talking about this week? This week, guys, we are going back to Married at First Sight. I think you remember a couple episodes back of uh, our podcast, I kind of gave like the first uh, overview of the couples and like who's involved in everything. Well, listen, don't worry if you haven't watched any of the show. We only have so much time for reality TVs in our lives, unless you're me. Uh, That's why we're going to give you the highlights of the, I wouldn't say the latest episode, but I'm going to give you kind of my take on like a clump of all the episodes that we've gotten to so far and how I feel about each character so that, uh, when your coworkers are talking about it during their Erewhon smoothie breaks, you won't feel left out. Thankfully, I am the uh, It's Complicated Maths expert, so I'll just break it all down for you and uh, let you know what's going on. You guys ready? Oh, yeah. Yes. All right. First of all, I want to start also by saying that I am aware that it is just like Love is Blind. I am very aware. We covered that in the last episode. Don't I, I I I don't need the comparison play by play. Also, I am aware that they are found out from behind the scenes that they are actually going to take. So I guess the same producers from Love Is Blind is on Married at First Sight, mm. and they are going to start kind of changing their their way of doing it to kind of go to, more towards Love Is Blind. Ah, so it's going to be like Love Is Blind, not for Netflix, but it's going to be like Love Is Blind for Lifetime. Okay. So I think by by what they mean by that, and this is going to sound so shallow, even for reality TV, but I think what they mean is that they're going to go prettier. Like they're going to go like people that are more um, uh, aesthetically pleasing to watch and cheer for. And that might get a different type of person to come and apply for the show. So Wait, that's what they took from it? Not the blind bit? Well, it's all blind. I mean, it's, it's all- until they meet. Right. But that's the same thing with Married at First Sight. Yeah, they're pooling from a not what we like to call RGs, regular guys. They're not pulling from the pool they're not pulling from the pool of RGs. They're pulling from like uh too hot to handle bachelor people. Yeah. Interesting. But, yeah. I mean, listen, you're like I said, we don't need to go through all the the, the similarities of the show, but Love is blind. You talk to somebody, you kind of get to know them. You don't get to see them. And then you propose, right? Married at first sight. You don't know anything about them. And then you get married right away. So it's almost like 10 times more 
frightening. Yeah. Like there's nothing you know about this person at all. Marriage, religion, I mean, uh, family, you know, work, any of this stuff. In Love is Blind, you can ask all these questions. Married at first sight, you can't. There's nothing you know. I have a friend going through the process right now, like I said before, and I think she's like in the finals, like in the top 10 right now. And uh, it's starting to get real. Like they came to her house and did like a house inspection and all that other stuff. And um, then I, but I kind of scared her a little bit because this season, and I, I would say like maybe the last like three seasons, girls, the experts dude picker is off. Off. Like the, the people that they're picking for these shows are fucking insane. And it's a majority of the guys. Do you think that they're doing it intentionally to create drama? Or do you think that they just lost their touch? I think I, I don't listen. I, I don't know if they're doing it to cause drama. I think that when you have a show like this, you want it to succeed and you want there to be couples that you can look back on and say, see, it works. You know, do, uh, do, or do you expect drama? Do you pick somebody who might be a little bit? You know, might the psych test might have he might have gotten like a B instead of an A? Yeah, maybe. I mean, I know they do that on other reality shows. Like, I know that for a fact that in other reality shows, that if you barely pass the psych test, then they want you on the show because they know, like, but that's like real world road rule shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Wait, Rob, I like have the, a question. Is the same picker of the dudes, is it been the same person for a, at least a while or the whole entire show? It's been, so it's been, uh, like a Dr. Pepper, who's like a little sociologist lady. And then a pastor Kel, who is like a psychologist, marriage counselor and pastor. Right. And then they have sex, like therapy and sexual relation experts that have kind of switched over the seasons. Okay. But so this picker that you're saying is off has been the picker for a while and the picker, this same picker was doing a good job up until the last couple of seasons. I, I, I don't know if they were doing a good job. I'm just saying, I don't know if they're getting lazy. I don't know if they're getting bored. I don't know if, you know, new producers came in and started saying, no, pick that person or pick that person. What I'm saying is the picker is off. Usually you would have like, people like, are like, just I, getting Jen, worse. Watching, maybe, could but Jen, that. you watch, you watch one season or you were on a season recently where you're like, this dude is awful. Remember? And I was like, that guy, yeah. Chris, or whatever his name is. And yes. I was like, he might be the wor- one of the worst I've ever seen. Well, as far as being like an asshole douchebag, like mean guy. Yeah. He might be one of the worst still I've ever seen, but this season, every guy is a potential fucking mer. Like I would say serial killer at some point. Oh, <laughs> like there's, so let me just go. I'll go through the, so there's, there's um five. So the, we started with uh five couples, six couples, Hold on. One, two, three, four, five, and then six, because the other guy didn't even make it to pass the altar. Remember? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So then there were five couples. And I think the last time I talked to you guys, they had just gone on their honeymoon. And a lot of them were very like lovey dovey. And I kind of went through and I was like, I think this person, I think this person make it. I think they'll make it. I think no. Now it's like, holy shit. I think maybe one couple might make it. And they might make it a couple more weeks. Like we're only in like week. I think they they just got back in the last episode. They just got back from their honeymoons. And now they're moving in with each other. And these dudes, I don't get it. I don't understand their emotional intelligence and to, and to the sense of like, I want to go on TV and get married to somebody. 
like the women are, are coming in with like open minds, very um, uh, like they want to uh, collaborate, you know, very, what's the word? They want like a for? partnership. They want a partnership, but they're very flexible. Oh, they want a compromise. In, well, okay. Maybe a compromise, but they're, 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 they're able to like, uh, they have a lot of give in like what they're expecting. You know, they're not like hard ridged on certain things. So like, Oh, you do this. That's not something I would have picked for a husband, but you seem to enjoy it and be good at it. So I will support it. Whereas, you know, the dudes are like, Oh, you do that. Well, that's fucked. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's getting to that point now. So uh, let me just go through the couples again and I will tell you what I think of them. I'll start with, uh, let me start with the one that's been the biggest drama so far, which is Orion and Lauren. So Lauren is a black woman who has not dated ever outside of her race, but was always very open to it. She's also bisexual. What's her race? I said she's a black woman. Oh, I didn't hear that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, she's gorgeous um, and she's very accommodating. Right. Maybe that's the word I was looking for. And she said she's dated women before. She's very fluid. She just lost her mom and her mom was her best friend. And her mom knew she was doing this process and was really excited about her. So she really, really, really wants to get married. And she really, really, really wants to make it work. Okay. Orion, this guy that she gets set up with is a very skinny kind of. I don't, I'll say infeminate, but like he's, he's, in, he's intellectually in touch with his emotions, but like physically, I don't think he's in touch with his emotions. Does that make sense? No, well, I don't get so what like, you mean by physically. So like he knows the right things to say, but he doesn't do the right thing. can't act them out. Right. Yeah. Okay. So he'll like, he will give you the most textbook psychology, sociologists, like the experts would love his responses, but then they're like, you don't even believe what the fuck's coming out of your mouth because you're not doing it, right? So Lauren and Orion, very they, they were very uh, compatible right away. They got along. He, so he's Native American, and he's a mix. I think his mom is Asian, his dad's Asian, but he's very into the Native American culture. So he's like, I need some. I don't need somebody in my culture, but I need somebody with culture that can understand the plight of my people type thing, right? Also, I think he's been with a few dudes in his time. So that's a compatibility right there also, right? Mm -hmm. So they get put together. They're very like uh, uh, flowy in the very beginning. Right after the wedding, you can tell he's, he like, doesn't like, he's a, he's kind of like a not intimidating guy. He's like a skinny dude with long hair and big glasses. And he he looks like the wind could blow him over at any moment. But at the same time, when like Lauren's dad was being like, look, you're dating my daughter. I want to make sure like, he's like, he's like, I don't care. Like, uh, like he's very defiant. He's a defiant guy. Right. He's even says, I don't like being told what to do. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But like the dad's not telling you what to do. He's just saying, fucking don't hurt my daughter. You know? So you can see a little bit of stuff rustling there. Anyway, go to the honeymoon. They're having a great time. They're talking about, uh, you know, like I said, he's very into his culture, his Native American culture. And uh, they were talking about, you know, as they were going to the resort, um, somebody made a joke about like, listen, Mexico's not, it's dangerous. Let's not get off the reservation. And he was like, that's not cool. Like right away, he was like offended, right? 
obviously somebody wasn't saying anything about directly about Native Americans, but he was like offended, which, you know, to each their own. And if that's something that offends him, then he can then he was like, listen, just don't say stuff like that. And he was like, I understand. I didn't mean it directly like that, blah, 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 blah. So a little later, Lauren and uh, uh, Orin are talking about their different cultures and their race. And she's saying how excited she is to get to know his culture. She's not really saying it back to her. And he's kind of like, you know, making a few comments. And she's like, "Uh, do you know anything about the black culture? He's like, not really. You know, growing up, we didn't really have a lot of black people around. She goes, did you ever use the N word? And he's like, yeah, I did. You know, when I was a kid, I would use it until somebody told me like it was wrong. And then like, obviously, I feel like an asshole forever doing that. And she's like, it's fine. You know, it's not okay, But like, at least you were educated and somebody taught you the right from wrong to not to use it anymore. Blah, 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 blah. And she really handled it really well. In that same sentence, he was talking about really like racist things towards his culture. And they were talking about the word redskin. And, uh, she was like, I don't understand where that comes from. And then before he had a chance to explain it, he goes, she goes, Oh no, 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 wait, I can see it. I can see it. I can see it. You've been in the sun all day. I can see it in your face and you've been drinking. And he got stone cold, like angry. He was like, why would you say something fucked up like that? And she's like, uh, I, I, I'm half joking, but then I also don't know what I'm saying, you know, cause I just said, I don't know what that comes from. And he's like, it's from when, you know, our people used to get scalped and like by, you know, the settlers and then blood would run down our face. And then that's what they called us. Right. And then they'd sell our, our hide to people. And that's what it was called. And she's like, Oh shit. I, and by the way, they'd been drinking all day. This is like their 30 in the honeymoon. And she's like, I'm so sorry. I would never, ever do anything that I, that was like offensive uh, intentionally. And he was like, no, that's fucked up. And he would not let it go. And she kept being like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Now, meanwhile, this is the guy who just said 10 minutes ago that he was using the N-word all the time when he was a kid until somebody educated him. Right. Now, he's digging into this poor woman because of like an ignorance. And I understand it's not his job to educate everybody, just like anything, like learn shit. Like we're in 2023, we should all be learning something, right? But like not a lot of people know that about the Native American culture. Right. So this turns into a whole thing where he won't let it go. And they start fighting about it all the time. And then he'll go off and be like, uh, guys, I, um, I got to get out of here. Like I can't be around Lauren right now. And he'll leave and then she'll cry. And then he'll come back and be like, look, I just want to move past this. I, I, we have a great thing. I think this could be a great relationship. I think it's, and she's like, great. Okay, cool. What? Uh, I would love that. I'm so sorry. He just, yeah, it's so. And then he'll come back the next day and be like, I can't do this. Like, I, like it was just such an ignorant thing to say for my people and blah, 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 blah. To the point where now they're divorced. Oh. He asked for a fucking <gasps> divorce. What? Yeah. Shut he asked for- up. And they did the divorce on the show. They like already started the paperwork and did it. Well, they, I mean, that, the paperwork takes a fucking year. Like, you, you just you just stop being around each other. Like, that's what happens. When okay, yeah. On, went the, on show. the show, they're just like, move out. And they're like, oh, yeah, broken exactly. up. Yeah, <gasps> exactly. And so she's this, like, and she wants so, yeah. Is this the worst of Jen. all the relationships? <laughs> so far, but not really. <laughs> not really. I know. That's yeah. what I'm saying. 
But this guy kept going back and forth. Like he texts her and be like, I really, I think we should make it work. I really want to make, see this through. I, I think we should be married, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then two seconds late, like to the point where I'm like, did they test him for like to be bipolar or anything else? Like, how, like otherwise, Marianna. because Matt, whatever, because he's very, really hot and cold and it's driving her crazy. And then he's such a gaslighter that like she will blow up and she'd be like, what are you doing? Like pick a lane. And he'd be yeah. like, see, when you yell like this, I can't, you know, oh. now I can't be with somebody who reacts in this sort of way, you know, like oh, that wow. kind of shit. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what the, and you, it's just like a, a, a horrible lesson in gaslighting. Yeah. Right. And then eventually he's like, I can't move on with this anymore for my people, you know? Oh, and it's God. like, oh my God, man. Like she wasn't constantly coming at you and she apologized and blah, 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 blah. And like, if it's something you can't do, I get it. But then like. Make that decision. Walk away. Stand by it. Don't keep coming back and forth. That has to be hard to watch. To this poor girl. It's so infuriating. So infuriating. Especially because watch. she's try. She wants it to work so badly that she's trying to like compromise and be amendable and things. And then she like. And then he's just taking advantage of her. And also kind of like not very stable at the same time so it's just too many things working against this guy i mean that's listen tough. it's 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 like it's in, in in relationships as we related on on this podcast it's like okay well listen if you're going to have an argument and you resolve it then it is resolved like if you both agree it's resolved then it's resolved this guy was saying yes it's resolved i want to move on even to the fucking experts because they would be like oh just listen can you guys just work through this? And he, at first he'd be like, no. And then he'd be like, yes. And they'd be like, great. You're working through it. Great. Okay. Let's go on this path. And he'd be like, no. And they'd be like, what? You just, you can't do this. Like, so in relationships, if you decide to resolve something and you're going to accept the apology and you're going to resolve, say it's resolved, then it's resolved. You can't go back to it. Yeah. Like it's okay to like, not want to let go of something or to have a boundary and you can't get over the thing, but you have to like, you have to stick to your work. Yeah. Yeah. You have to stick to your work. Okay. So, so that, now they're not together. Now they're not together. So does still the kind show of like, not follow them like and, and show what they're doing on their own? Or like if one wants to get back with the other one, did the coaches help them like try to do that? Or is it just done filming them? They're off. They, so they spent a whole episode of the coaches trying to help them get back together. And then it was just like, he made the decision. He's done. They put the rings down. So now then they did like one extra little clip of them meeting their friends and telling them why. And the guy's friend was like, oh man, I'm sorry about that. And the girl's friend was like, fuck that dude. Don't ever talk to him again. That dude is a piece of shit. Like, you know, that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm sure that guy's Instagram went off, went off. Like, I'm sure he was getting not very nice mail uh, the last couple of weeks. Just because of the way he handled the situation, not because of the situation. Do you know what I mean? Um, Okay, so another couple is Emily and Brennan. All right. Uh, Emily, this is her first relationship ever. She's like in her late 20s. Brennan comes from a, you know, both their parents have been married for like 50 years or whatever. And during the honeymoon, they were really getting along. And Emily's kind of a drinker partier. Like she likes to go. And Brennan is a very reserved like he's very like mm -hmm, one word answers yes there's not a lot of emotion that comes out of him you know so she's a life of the i think that's why they put him together because he's so low and she's so high right that maybe they can balance each other out blah whatever 
they seem to get along really well on vacation. Then they come back to the apartments that because they put them all at the same apartment building and in apartments, just like Love is Blind. And um, this dude is cannot be colder. And they're sitting there on the couch the night they move in. He goes, okay, cool. So uh, we're here. This is nice. I think we should take some time apart. And, um, you know, I go stay at my house for a little while and you go stay at your house. And then maybe we'll reconvene in like three or four days and see where we're at. Did he say why? And did she ask why? He's just like, it's been a lot. You know, I just, we just spent like uh, five days together nonstop. You know, we went straight from the wedding to this. So, um, yeah, I just need my time, you know, to regroup. I mean, and she's like, what in the real world, that's totally understandable. You just meet somebody and you're around them 24 seven. You need maybe some space like you would if you were just dating somebody, but they're not doing that here. So then are they like to do that? Is it? No, that's the whole point. Like he's supposed to be like, no, we're married now. This is what married life is. You don't get to go to your other apartment and fucking hang out. Yeah. But I mean, I understand like in the real world, I understand why someone might feel that way, but yeah. Right. But you're not, this is not playing in the real world. This is like, but it's a real emotion. Like you can't just go from zero to a hundred like that. We say all the time on the show, if you do that in real life, it's like a major red flag. Those kind of relationships burn out typically very, very quickly. Those don't always last. I mean, yes. You mean the ones where they move in right away? Yeah. Like you're like, okay, well, you know, like, there's been studies that show like that, which maybe is why these shows happen because they're like, and they work because they're never, but if you commit, if you commit, listen, if you're doing this show, you're committing to getting married and then you're committing to eight weeks together. Right. So, right. The process. And then after, and then during the process, a lot of couples, they lose that apartment. Like you have to move out at the end on decision day. So they go back to each other's houses. Also, you still go to work. You still can go home and get your soap or whatever, but you live in that an apartment together during the process. He like went away. I feel like this happens on shows when they get into like the 20th season, like on The Bachelor, where they just start like, fuck the process. I'm going to do this thing. And then it starts changing the rules of the show. Maybe that's what's starting to happen now. Maybe this guy's like, oh, well, like I know I'm supposed to be married, but like, no, here's what happened. Yeah, here's what happened. He decided that eh, I'm not really into this girl. Like he starts acting very aloof, very distant, not really communicating with her a lot. She's left there being like, what the fuck is happening? She's trying to be, but she can, you know, when you have that feeling where somebody like they went over to see his, his house, like they all go see each other's places where they live and all that other shit while they gather stuff to bring to the apartment. And, um, she, and he, she was like, oh, so this is your, this is your, uh, living room. Well, you got some trophies over here. He's like, yep. Oh boy. And you're like, and she's like, okay. Uh, and meanwhile, they were, it's such a total, like this dude would be uh, 100% in the real world. He's a ghoster. He's well, a love bomber and a ghoster. I wonder One. if when this show was set up, there were obviously different dating trends back then. Cause this show is in its thousandth season, but you can only control these people so much. And, you know, me, I like to think about the like behind the scenes side of things because we know there is some movie magic there. I wonder if there are different versions of their contracts these days, because to be able to have a little bit more freedom and then come back, but they don't have control over when that happens and the push and the pull, like, I don't know that we saw that in earlier seasons. So like, 
if they go home to their homes and then come back or they decide they're done and then they're not done, maybe it's because they're trying to get out of the show, but the producers are pushing harder, harder to keep them on the show. Well, I also that's, wonder- so that's where, that's where the, the, uh, they send in the experts, right? So right. like they, they made them both come to the apartment and, and pastor Kel came over. I think it was pastor Kel. One of the, yeah, it was pastor Kel came over and was like, what's going on? Like, and then he was like, you know, uh, it's weird being in front of TV cameras and they're like, great. Okay. Understandable. Um, what else? And he's like, are you attracted to Emily? And he's like, I'm not going to say that on TV. And oh. she's like, yeah. And then he's like, well, we, this kind of something we need to know. And he's like, I'm not going to talk about that on TV. Which I, is I'm not basically saying no, but also why are we demonizing that? It's not. Well, he even says, I'm not going to be that mean. Yeah, but he's not attracted to her. That's not mean. That's just his personal. I mean, what, what can you do about that? I mean, I know but what that does feel. It does seem like they're being more savvy in how they're approaching their media representation. Um, like if he's opting not to say it, he's not actually really doing the process, which which is reveal all on TV and show mm-hmm. us how it feels to go through this entire he's thing. He's definitely breaking the fourth wall right. as far as that goes. So they have these parties where all their friends come over and get to like see them for the first time after the honeymoon in their apartments. And this couple... Emily has two friends to come over and they ream this dude and he doesn't just sit there and take it. He reams them back and his attitude is so misogynistic and so like, like he's laughing at them while they're talking and she, and they're, they came at him a little aggressive, but instead of him being like, okay, I get it. I married your best friend. I'm not being the best husband right now. Like I'm sure she said something to you about it. You know, which one of them was like, no, she hasn't said anything. I just don't know who the fuck you are. And you seem to be not a nice guy, you know? So they go at each. I don't think I've ever seen in the very first like uh, meeting of friends, the husband and the girl's girlfriends go Give at each other. Give us an example of like something they said and something he said back. Oh God, I wish I could, I wish I could uh, have written it down, but she was like, I just don't know. She also had like a really annoying voice. <laughs> she talked like this. She did the, 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 the elongated sentence, but she wasn't wrong. She was cute too, but she was like, uh, she was like, like, I don't understand. Like, I'm not saying that you're a bad person. I'm not trying to come at you. I just don't, you're not telling me why you decided to do this process. And then he was like, I did it because I don't want to be lonely anymore and I want to find my forever person. She goes, great. That's a nice blanket answer. But why you, Brennan, did you go and do this and decide that this was the path for you to go on? And, you know, you know, yes, there's TV cameras. There's all this other stuff. But if this, why you? Who are you? And he'd be like, why are you coming at? Like, he wouldn't answer the questions. He would just be like, why are you coming at me with attitude? You're being like a B word. You know, like he would like, he's like coming at them as much. And, and it was so uncomfortable to watch to the point where the girls were like, what is happening right now? How are, how is this guy being allowed to talk to us like this? And then they would, they like, they started raising their voices at each other all while wearing wigs, by the way. What, why were they wearing wigs? Thanks for adding that in. It was a theme party. It was a theme. Everybody has to have a theme when their friends come over. Interesting. I have a question and it sort of feels like also an answer is in the cities that they film in, do you think that, they often have people who are more religious that apply for this show um, because of the whole 
committing to for better, for worse and whatnot, which is also then probably why they have a harder time letting the relationship go because they don't want to fail. They shouldn't get divorced according to their religion. Do you think that is added to it? And maybe going back to the point of the difference between this and love is blind, maybe like they don't look for people who are, have a religious background as much or that well, what, because marriage. I keep saying pastor. So, so actually this year, this season, Jen, I don't know if you just looked that up or not, but like no. this season is very heavy into religion to the point where there's two couples, like the other two couples. So this other couple, Claire and Cameron, Cameron could be a serial killer. I think Cameron is a serial killer. I think his family doesn't know in New Zealand that he's doing this. And then he doesn't talk about his family until like he like explodes about it. Like one of her, she's a psychologist. So one of her friends came over and they were like, how does your dad feel about this? Like as a joke. And at, like, they were joking, like, huh, we're psychologists. How does your dad feel? How's your relationship with your dad? And he was there. Like, he was like distant, like got real serious. And then they were like, uh, okay. Uh, does your dad know you're doing this? He's like, no. And they're like, what? And then even the wife was like, what? Your dad, you told me he did. She's like, he's like, well, what would you, what would you tell somebody who's on their deathbed? Oh. And it's like, what like they were like what the fuck and then he just gets very like like i like he's a sociopath i i have a like i think he left the country to escape shit to be honest <sighs> to be honest and are but does she pick up does the wife pick up on like does she have like a weird gut instinct where she's like yeah like she's like something's off yeah. with this dude like 100 percent. you could see her trying to like every time she almost lets her her um He'd be like, why don't you want to touch me? Like that kind of stuff. And like every time she almost lets her guard down, he does something. It makes a joke. That's like not a joke. He's like, "Uh uh-huh. Like he doesn't say this, but it'd be like, he was like, "Uh uh-huh. Maybe if you could help me find the bodies I buried. But he says it in a way that like, you're like, did you bury bodies? Yeah. Wait, are they attracted to each other? Or is one attracted to one more than the other? What's going on there? Uh, he's definitely more attracted to her. I think he's just not letting, she's not letting her guard down yet because I think she thinks something's off. Yeah. Um, but he's a serial killer. So I'll let you know if, if that comes up during the rest of the show. And then there's one more couple, Becca and Austin, and they are sweet. They are cute. They cannot keep their hands off each other. They seem like they have the same personality. I'm waiting for the shoe to drop with one of them, but it's weird because she's Jewish and he's, Christian. Now Cameron and and Claire too. Claire's Christian. Uh Cameron couldn't give two shits, but Claire's pretty Christian. But for some reason they're not talking on camera about the like the big thing and 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 the Jewish girl Becca keeps being like we should talk about religion at some point. And he's like, "Yeah, later." Because I don't things are going great right now and I don't want them to ruin anything. <gasps> okay, well let's yeah. just make it bad in the future instead of just right now. Yeah. And, and, and his friend is like, look, I've been friends with Cameron for like 20 years and I'm atheist and it's never been an issue. It's like me and Bo, like Bo, my best friend, Bo is very religious, very religious. I don't know if you guys know that, right? Yes, I do. But yeah, you do. But like, and good for him, but like, that's never been a thing with us. And Stasi's not very religious. So like, that's never been a thing. But for some reason, this couple is making it like, it's going to be an issue. And he's making it, she's like, I want to talk about it. And he's like, I don't think you want to go there yet. <laughs> to the point where like, that's their problem is that there's this underlying like ignorance of what's going to happen when this subject is broached. And it's kind of like spooky because they're getting along so well. 
Yikes. Also, the guy with the wigs that's bit the, the yelled at the friends, he's not quitting. He's like, I want to see this through. What? I want to see what happens. Why? And that's another reason why his friends are like, why? You know, like what, like what, if you're not into it, don't be into it. Yeah. Is it because you want to be on TV? Yeah. That, it seems that's, right. yeah, that's part of what's off it. Yeah. Like his, he's like, I'm, like, I'm going to see the process through blah, 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 blah. But he's he, being like a dick to her because he's not attracted to her. Yeah. The motivation to be there is not her. And it's like, maybe that's what's off on it. His delivery of things. Yeah. Anyway, that's where we're at. The yeah. dude picker is off on Married at First Sight. Um, feel free to DM me if you have any questions or comments. Not about, listen, I didn't mean to insult anybody or any religion or any um, um, uh, race or culture by me describing the show. And if it came across that way, I apologize at all. I'm just, I the culture is and, and the race and the, and the religion is really the sidebar of everything I wanted to talk about, which is people reacting to the conversations that were being had about those things, not about those things specifically. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Okay, good. I want to make sure I'm coming across right. Cause I'm just, my brain's just pouring out my mouth right now. <laughs> well, so how many episodes are left in the season? I think we're on episode nine. Jeez, I mean, I think there's still a long time. They just moved in together. So I'm thinking probably like 10. Oh, no, wow. Seven, seven. Okay. So thank you for this, what seems like mid season recap. We will need to hear more about this because holy hell, we're now invested. How can you not be? And audience, again, if you have things that you need to get off your chest about that season as well, reach out to Rob, reach out to us. We will chat about it on the show as this progresses. So continue. Yeah, go to It's Complicated uh, on social media. Right. That's what our, it's just, it's complicated no, is that our, or complicated, complicated show. Though. Go Probably. to complicated show on Instagram and put in the comments. If you have something to say about this, if you're listening and you have something you say, we'll go look at it and then we'll talk about it. And if you have a show that you want us to review a reality show that you want us to go over, let us know because we watch a lot of them and we could, you know, talk about that and send questions. Yeah. That would be a fun episode if we did questions. Oh Yeah. Do. So uh, everyone keep tuning in to It's Complicated, where we talk more dating and relationshipy stuff like Married at First Sight and all of its glory. And while you're there, please subscribe, rate, comment, share the show with a friend. And if you want to join the class of Master Daters, don't forget to follow us on social media at Complicated Show, like Rob said. And you can find me at Jennifer Golden. You can find me at Forever Zevers on Instagram and TikTok. And you can follow me at Lauren Leonelli on all the social meds as well. We will see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to It's Complicated. And now that we're going steady, come back next week for another date with Jennifer Golden, Lauren Leonelli, and Rob Evers. <laughs>